This is an ABC podcast. Hello there, my friends. It's Ruby here, and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. On today's show, we're going to hear about an endangered Australian animal and its special place in an Aboriginal community. We'll meet a man on a mission with a metal detector and we'll visit a skate park to meet some brilliant brothers. We're going to blast off to outer space for an exciting discovery and then we'll reveal our wow of the week. Sounds like a plan. Alrighty then, time for our first story. Story number five. The koala is one of Australia's most loved animals. It is grey on the outside and near its belly it has some white fur and a big black nose. For more than 10 years, koalas have been considered a vulnerable species. If a species is vulnerable, it means that humans need to take action to look after it. But recently, koalas officially became known as endangered. It's not very common to see one, and but they're in danger. Yep, it means that humans have even less time to save koalas and stop them from going extinct in the wild. People around the country felt pretty sad when this news was announced, especially First Nations people from northern New South Wales. Birabai and Angadi woman Gulwanyan Moran's totem is the koala. Koala, in Gartung language, is gula. She says that with gula being endangered, part of her family's identity becomes endangered too. She says they have a responsibility to take care of koalas. They feel sad too, and they feel helpless and frustrated. Gulwanyan's family does lots of work to care for koala habitat, but they need help. We could start saving them up money, give it to the koala park so they can get more stuff to help save koalas. Stop cutting down trees or reduce it. Gulwanyan says the best hope for koalas is for the government and for First Nations people to work together and make decisions as a team. If we work together, there could still be time to keep koalas in Aussie gum trees for years and years to come. All right, on to our next story. Story number four. Nick Richards lives in the Great Lakes region of New South Wales, and he spends a lot of his time walking around the local beach with something called a metal detector. You put it over the ground and it detects metal. Yeah, the name says it all, really. A metal detector is a machine that can help you find objects made of metal, like gold and silver and aluminium. It looks like a long stick with a ring on the end. Nick hovers the ring over the sand as he walks, and if the detector senses metal, it starts to beep. I would use it to look for buried treasure so I could keep it and get rich. That's a very clever idea, and you're not the first person to think of it. Nick uses his to find treasure too, but he's not looking for treasure to keep for himself. Nick uses his metal detector to help find special jewellery that people have lost, 
like gold earrings or wedding rings, so he can bring them back to their owners. The people who own them will feel so happy. Nick also takes his metal detector underwater. He puts on his scuba suit and dives down to find things that may have been lost in the ocean. That's really good, and it's really awesome. Nick's been doing this for more than 25 years, and he has found hundreds of lost rings. He says he loves the thrill that he gets when he can reunite someone with something precious that they thought was lost forever. Sometimes the metal detector pings and Nick will dig and dig and then find out that the metal was rubbish, like the top of a soft drink can. But that doesn't worry him. He says it's still worth the dig because that is one piece of rubbish that's been taken off the beach and put into the bin. Okay, now I detect it's time for our next story. Story number three. Abdul and his little brother Mo live in Canberra. One of their favourite things to do is head down to the local skate park and slide and swerve on ramps and rails. I have never tried skateboarding before. Skateboarding is very tricky. It would take lots of practice to be able to ride one. Heaps of practice. What's even more impressive is that Abdul weaves around on his skateboard with a cane in his hand. Wow! Abdul and Mo have something called cone rod dystrophy, and that means they're blind. They can only see some outlines of things, or shadows, and that makes moving around the skate park tricky sometimes. When they're about to try a ramp for the first time, they'll walk up and down at first to get a feel for how quickly it rises and falls. Abdul will use his cane to feel when the drop's coming so he's prepared and safe. That's very, very cool. Like all skaters, Abdul and Mo fall over quite a lot. Abdul says, all legends fall before rising. So him and his brother, they always get back up and try again. I think he needs more support and more encouragement. These brothers say they get heaps of support. One of the best things about their local skate park is the skating community. Abdul says they get lots of respect and people are really helpful and give them tips on how to improve their tricks. Great work, Abdul and Mo. Okay, let's kick flip over to our next story. Story number two. There are lots of things whizzing around our solar system. Satellites, moons, planets, asteroids. An asteroid is a rock in space and it likes... Well, I'm not sure what it does. The gigantic space rocks. Yes, and these space rocks called asteroids orbit the sun, just like planets. But they're much, much smaller than planets. A Trojan asteroid is one that orbits the sun on the same path as a planet. Trojan asteroids can travel ahead of a planet on its way around the sun or follow behind it, a bit like running a track at a sports field or oval. Recently, astronomers discovered a Trojan asteroid travelling just ahead of planet Earth as it orbits the Sun. Whoa! This new cosmic companion of ours is about a kilometre wide. 
that's about the same length as 20 swimming pools. And it was given the catchy name 2020 XL5. Other planets in the solar system, like Jupiter and Neptune, have heaps of Trojan asteroids. For a long time, we thought Earth didn't have any. But about 10 years ago, we spotted Earth's first Trojan. And it's taken all this time to spot another one. But why did it take so long to discover something so close to us in space? Because it would move so fast. It isn't that big in size. It's, like, very small. You're on the right track. Compared with stars and planets, asteroids are pretty small. And because Trojan asteroids sit between a planet and the sun, the brightness of the sun can make them hard to spot. So astronomers can only look for them just after the sun goes down, before it gets too dark. This discovery has made scientists wonder just how many more Trojan asteroids could be hanging around the Earth, hiding in plain sight. And that, my friends, brings us to our... Wow of the week. This story made me go wow because it is very unexpected and shocking. Fred is a 55-year-old pet tortoise and he's lived with the same family for almost 50 years in Fleetwood, England. Fred is a species called a Herman's tortoise. Tortoises are different to turtles. Turtles live in the ocean and they have flippers, but tortoises have legs. About four years ago, Fred escaped from the family home by crawling under the fence in the back garden. His owner, Georgia, she was pretty upset. She couldn't find Fred anywhere. She'd almost given up hope of ever seeing Fred again when, one day, she saw a post on the internet that said a tortoise had been found nearby. Georgia took a closer look and, sure enough, it was Fred. After all that time missing, Fred was found. He was at a busy road just a kilometre and a half from the house that he escaped from. That distance might take a person about 20 minutes to walk, but it took Fred four whole years. Walking and taking a nap. Eating, walking, doing a poo, doing a nap. Fred was slow and steady indeed. Georgia is very happy to have her friend back. And I'm sure Fred is happy to be safe away from the cars and trucks on busy roads. And that's it for today, my friends. Thanks, Ruby. Don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes. I'm off to find some fresh news stories for next week's show. Catch you later. Goodbye. Or, as they say in Irish, Slán go foil. Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.